Welcome back, everybody, to the Gen Extra Podcast. My name is Seamus McNasty. With me, as always, is Bacon. Tonight, we are going to discuss the 1984 film, A Nightmare on Elm Street, right after this. What you're about to experience is the Gen Extra Podcast. With your host, Seamus McNasty and Uncle Bacon. So tonight, like I said before the intro, we are going to discuss the Wes Craven film, A Nightmare on Elm Street. That's one of your top fives. Yes, it is. It's one of my favorite movies. Which which number was it? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. It was in the top five. The top five, there was no no method to the madness in my top five. No, was it? No. I thought you you didn't go in order of... No, no, no. But we're not going to do it alone. We're going to do it with our pal, Joey Forearms. Joey. Hi, guys. Back again, wearing a hat this time. Yeah, well, remember... That is a Chewbacca shirt. Chewbacca shirt, man. Remember last week when I said that I was Winnie the Pooh in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this week I'm Donald Duck in it. <sighs> so, <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. What the hell does Donald Duck mean? So hat, Don- Donald only has shirt, a shirt on. He ain't got no bottom. And nothing else. Oh. Winnie the Pooh only has a shirt. He ain't got no bottom. Um, yeah, that's what that's what all that means. No bottom, you want to see? I'm slow. No, no, our viewers don't want to see that. Ain't got no bottoms. I can describe it for you. Nah, we're, no, good. we're, we're good. good. We're good. We're good. Let's just get into the into the into the review here. So, wait, you gonna say something? No, go ahead. Oh, so Nightmare on Elm Street is about a monstrous spirit of a slain child murderer that seeks revenge by invading the dreams of teenagers that were in the parents who were responsible for his untimely death. Kind of sums it up. Taken directly from IMDb. <laughs> I was going to say, man, that's pretty, you did a pretty good job of the describing Thanks. that movie. Thanks. I love this movie. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, with Bacon. We I'm with Bacon. This is, this is in my top five all time horror films. I, I love this film. Uh, Freddy, I mean, I saw this. I, I'm pretty sure I saw this in the theater. Yeah. Because I remember in high school just quoting the shit out of Freddy Krueger, who <laughs> is the most quotable sex offender since Bill Cosby, by the way. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <sighs> well, he wasn't a sex offender in, the, in, in this one. He wasn't. They changed it. Yeah, yeah he was going to Because be. they didn't want him to seem... They they didn't want him to be Too worse, crazy. I guess. Yeah. The one with Jackie Earl Haley. Yes. They, the they remake. A, the remake. They made yeah. him a sex offender. Was that uh, twenty? It came out in twenty ten. I think so. Yeah. 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 Reboot, yeah. Reboot, yeah. But yeah, they evidently killing. It was o- evidently it was okay for him to be burnt to a crisp and kill a bunch of children. Right. But. The sex offender yeah. thing was just pushing it a little bit too far, you know. <laughs> Got to keep that PG rating. Yeah. And I can I say this? It, I don't know. So <laughs> I may be editing it. It could have been Freddy Krueger's Nightmare on Elm Street with burnt child killer Wes Craven. Those names are basically interchangeable. <laughs> I mean, they're both so deliciously just weird. Yeah. You know, I love and, and and that's not disrespectful. I love Wes Craven. I oh, love yeah, his too. movies. Yeah, I I love this movie. I, off air, Bacon said that this was the movie that broke him from being scared of scary movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that one hundred percent. This is that horror movie 
that didn't take itself seriously and i love it for that that's one of the reasons that i love this movie so much you know i, I mentioned before that you know I, I i couldn't watch scary movies as a kid just couldn't do it and i brought up in uh, our in, impromptu podcast our top five horror films that uh long story short my brother made me watch this movie and crack jokes through the whole movie and because i sat there and laughed with him through this movie I've been cured ever since. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm serious. When I saw Halloween, I think I might have been like 10 or 11 years old. You know, like mm -hmm. it, I had like a Seamus moment with the, with that movie. <laughs> like I, I ended up sleeping on my parents' floor in their know. room that night. I couldn't sleep because. From the Michael, original Halloween? Huh? The original Halloween? Yeah. yeah. And what got me was, you know, at the end where they killed him. And he fell off the, the balcony yeah. mm -hmm. and he was laying on the grass and they came back and he wasn't laying on the grass and it was like, yeah. you know, that crazy, that crazy music. Yeah, and right. I was like, oh, fuck, Michael Myers is now in my backyard. Right. <laughs> but where this movie, which Wes Craven is brilliant with with the dreamscapes, because there's a yeah. lot of things in this movie that you could look at and go bullshit. <laughs> but because it's in a dreamscape. Yeah, yeah not bullshit yeah because anything can happen right like right from the get when tina is running from freddie and she's running goofy and she's all slow and shit that's <laughs> i've i've had that dream you know what i mean where i can't i can't the go slow, fast enough. slow as molasses yeah 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 yep yeah there's a lot to unpack here. I, I this is I'm excited about this one. This is what, like I said, this is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I I would actually probably put this one, I would say number one. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Just because it's so, it's so deliciously original. In that, I don't think any horror movie slasher film from that period did. I, I don't think. So, so Michael Myers didn't talk. Jason Voorhees didn't talk. Freddie talked. Right. So he brought this this kind of an interesting depth to the slasher character yep. that we hadn't seen up until then. And that was that was to me that was the best part was like oh now we can communicate with the bad guy who's trying right. to get us, and we know why he's trying to get us. And he's being kind of a dick about it, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, and, as, and as the franchise progressed, he he talked. I mean, he talked even more. Yeah, he like, got he got more one liners. Yeah, because I mean, he talked in the first one, but he talked a lot more in the in the. Yeah, movie, yeah. I mean, but it, it they got progressively worse, and you know, there was a point in time where Craven yeah. signed off and just yeah. didn't do them anymore, and. You know, then they started doing the crossover films, and yeah, yeah they, uh, they Freddy versus Jason. Yep. Yeah, they did a. They, I mean, they they ended up ruining the franchise, in yep. my opinion. They ruin all the franchises, to be totally honest with you. Well, until like they do. yeah, you know, until somebody else gets a hold of them and makes them even creepier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, there was a, from looking into it, there were seven Nightmare on Elm Street films, not including wow. the crossover ones, from 1984 to 1994. I think you had uh, the first one. Second one was Freddy's uh, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, third one was Dream Warriors. The fourth one, 
Don't hurt yourself. I might. I just might. There was one called The Dream Child. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was one called Freddy's Dead. Yeah. And there was a new nightmare where it was like a movie within a movie. Yeah. I'm not sure if they count that one or not. That Well, that was when Craven came back. Yes, yes. Yeah, because it was Wes Craven's new nightmare. And I think yep. Heather Leggenkamp yep. came back for that yep. film as well. Yep. So. Nancy. Nancy, yes. Nancy, yeah. Can we talk for a second about the... Uh, so when the four kids are at the house after Rod presents himself, you know, like Johnny Depp has got the girls, they go outside and Rod shows up and they, they go inside and Rod and Tina go in. Rod, the bad, the bad I'm a boy. Little confu- I'm a little confused because Rod says to Tina, is your mother home? And she says, of course. And then the next thing you know, they're in, he's like, well, we've got her mom's room you guys have the rest of the house but then they're in tina's room and <laughs> when johnny depp is laying on the couch the sex adr that's coming out of that room is fucking hilarious it's just like <laughs> you can see you can see in your mind the actors just standing in a booth, yeah, you know, with a microphone in front of him, going, "Ooh, oh, yeah. it was hilarious. It was so overdone. It was so overdone, but it was it was awesome." And then Johnny Depp's just laying there, staring at the ceiling, because Nancy made it clear to Glenn, "We're here for Tina because she had a nightmare." Right. You know, in the meantime, Tina's going to the bone zone with Rod, so she obviously doesn't give two shits about that nightmare. Bone zone. She didn't seem too concerned <laughs> until she's dead. Oh, uh, now this movie, uh, this movie is what brought uh, New Line Cinema back from bankruptcy. Oh uh, yeah, they 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 uh, they, they uh, jokingly uh, nicknamed the movie "The House That Freddie Built." Yes. Yeah. 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 Thank God for Freddy Krueger. Thank yeah. God for Wes Craven. Again. It seems like it seems like back in the day New Line Cinema made everything. Well, them and Ken. For a while there, yeah. Or the Orion ima- group. Can you imagine that? Because I know that ultimately I think um Robert England was quoted years later as saying that he he absolutely hated that character mm-hmm. because he couldn't get anything else. He couldn't get work outside of Fred Krueger. Yeah. You know, like he just, he was so pigeonholed at that point. And he was a decent actor. I've seen him in other things. You know what I mean? But remember the first thing I remember seeing uh, Robert England in was the TV series V. Oh, you remember that's that right. TV series? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember one of the that lizard series. guys. Yes. I love that show. Yeah. I, I remember that. that. I remember yeah, was... really, really liking that as a kid. But I think if I went back and saw it now, I'd be like, what the fuck? Oh, is... yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. They had a reboot of that, too. Yeah, a couple yeah, years did. ago, they rebooted it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Only lasted it. like one season, maybe two. It. Yeah. So, you know who was originally supposed to play Fred Krueger in this movie? No. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> hey, yo. You did. <laughs> that would have hey, been awesome. No, Chris hey, Elliott. Who? Chris Elliott. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you and your Chris Elliott. Jesus. <laughs> Christopher Reeves? 
<laughs> when he turned it down because he had to do the abyss. Was it Chris Christopherson? No, I was. That was just. That was just so that I could bring Chris Elliott up again. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you bastard. But this you know one? who? So remember how we kind of talked about when we were talking about Chris Elliott and we talked about Keith David and yeah, and they're both in something about Mary. Yeah. So there's a something about Mary uh, connection in this movie. Do you guys know what it is? Stop it. Wait. In Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes. Uh, Nancy's high school teacher yeah. is Magda. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yes, I remember that. Nice. And then I James, you can put you can put parts of the like screenshots up, right? Uh-huh. So <laughs> in that scene where she falls asleep in class. You know, and she wakes up and Magda slaps her across the face to wake her up and, yeah, yeah. and she calms down. The kid who's sitting right in front of her, you know, like the token black kid in the movie, yeah. he turns around and looks at the screen. And all I could think of is, what, how the fuck did Keegan-Michael Key get in this movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, look at him. Look right there. Right, right there that's i can't do this that's that's keegan michael key right there the screen is backwards i can't it's weird yeah i know yeah wasn't this uh johnny depp's first first movie it was it was his film debut this was yeah, yeah this was this was pre uh a fear and loathing in las vegas johnny oh, depp geez. so this is this is before he was broken. Before 21 Jump Street. Before 21 Jump Street, yeah. yeah but before Hunter S. Thompson got a hold of him and and <laughs> and just broke him forever. Now, uh, Nancy, Heather Langenkamp, uh, she beat out over 200 uh, actresses to get this part. Yeah, including like Courtney Cox and... Yep. Demi and Moore. Jennifer Grey. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then they uh, Johnny Depp's... Johnny Depp beat out like Nicolas Cage, John Cusack. I think Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. I think Brad yeah. Pitt, yeah. It's amazing how many people were were supposed to be in this movie. Yeah. But then like, you know, and but John and Johnny Depp got the movie. Do you guys you guys know the trivia behind this? Uh probably not. What you got? Wes Craven's daughter thought he was dreamy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, of course, he was. He's a pretty boy. Yeah. Not as much anymore, but... Pretty old boy. Back then, with that, boy. with that, boy. like, that rooster hair thing he had going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Wes Craven's wife was in this movie, too. Was she? Yes. Who was she? She, she was, was the uh, nurse. nurse. She was hmm. the nurse during the... The nurse thing. in the sleep trauma center. Yep. You know who the doctor was in that? Uh, the voice of Roger Rabbit. Exactly. Yep. Charles Fleischman. Yep. Yeah, this is this is gonna be a trivia nightmare on Elm Street review. That's what this is. Speaking of, I love the props, James. Thanks. I like the like you got the Freddy you got the Freddy oh, uh, yeah. glove there. Yeah, yeah. I snagged it from our, our our children who had that out there just playing with it. It's sitting on top of the skull that clearly died from gingivitis <laughs> what is that is that supposed to be like spooky lights oh, yeah 
I, yeah, I jammed the LED light up its ass. <laughs> well, all right. He, he's got the glow. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Going on another tangent. <laughs> another one of our favorite movies, folks. So there's a point in the movie where um, Johnny Depp, I think it's when Rod gets is is hanging in the jail cell yeah and so leading up to that when nancy comes in and she's like garcia i need to see rod and <laughs> and then john saxon who can we talk about john saxon's hair for a second the lack thereof oh my god that rug was so bad <laughs> but this john saxon's like, like john saxon's like yeah garcia get the keys and garcia's like i where did I put the keys? It's like, oh, you mean the keys for the holding cells that you probably go into like a dozen times a day? Yeah, Garcia, where the fuck did you put those? <laughs> and uh, you know who was supposed to play Garcia originally? Who? Chris, Chris Elliott. Elliott. <laughs> Chris Elliott. I was on that one. I was on that one. <laughs> but when they go in the back and, and they, they're getting Rod down from hanging, uh, Johnny Depp is wearing a varsity jacket that literally says varsity across the back <laughs> <laughs> that and i that had to be that had to be west craven's sense of humor mm -hmm. just little stuff like that oh you know what else um the scene where johnny depp's laying in bed right before he gets killed he's he's got the head he's got the headphones on and a damn television sitting on his crotch yeah Remember that scene? Yes. This big television sitting on his crotch. I don't know. It was, like, it was like a 13 inch. Still, I don't know who falls asleep with the television on her crotch. Yeah. But so he's listening to the radio and it's like the it's like the uh it's like the DJ is signing off from KRGR radio. It is now twelve midnight, and this is station KRGR. Kruger without oh, all the vowels. Yeah. Yeah. Little. I like in the scene where she finds his headphones in, in the boiler room. Uh -huh. There's like one of those blister tape labels on there that says Glenn, whatever his name is. Yeah. And it's like, who are you labeling that for so that your parents don't steal it? You you're an only child. What <laughs> what teenager labels his shit like that? In case he lost them in the lost and found at school. Maybe. I don't know. Those were some pretty monster headphones. <laughs> but there were there there were some really good set design going on. There was a Jay Giles poster on uh Johnny Depp's wall. Yeah. The hand. Yeah. Um uh Heather Lagenkamp had uh, a police poster on her wall, and then this like weird, creepy, weird like hand puppet on her bed that I can only imagine had to belong to somebody's kid. And they're like, Hey, can we borrow this for this movie? Cause that thing is <laughs> creepy as shit. It'd be shit. great. <laughs> and then she had the coffee pot. Like her mom, yeah. her mom goes in hiding, clears out the coffee pot and like three coffee mugs. And then she waits till her mom leaves and she just goes under her bed and grabs a coffee maker. <laughs> yep. Gotta stay so, awake somehow. The scene where uh, her phone rings after she rips it out of the wall. Yeah, the, and the and it's and it's Freddie, and yeah. the tongue comes out. Yep. 
So she she asked to take that home. What? And nobody knows why. Yeah, Heather Legenkamp asked if hmm. she could take that prop home. And everybody's like, I guess. I mean, but I that's think, the prop I want. I yeah, want I that think, prop from the if movie. I worked in movies and, yeah, I'd be asking for everything. <laughs> you ain't going to use this anymore. Can I take this home? She's probably still using it. She probably is. Good for her. Just saying. Good for her. Um, you know, her uh, her boyfriend at the time is credited to uh, for writing the nursery rhyme, Freddie's nursery rhyme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the creepiest part of the whole film. I thought it was were, like the little girls playing hopscotch, hopscotch nope. skip rope. Nope. And evidently the the one of the girls holding the rope was actually the daughter of the owner of the house. Of the of the house Nancy lived of the in? actual house, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. My favorite line of the whole movie was when uh after Glenn dies, you know, and all the blood and everything, and it's yeah, yeah. and uh the, <laughs> the paramedics are walking in the house and the, and the one guy goes he goes i don't know why we're taking a stretcher in there he's like you don't need a stretcher what you really need is a mop <laughs> <laughs> i'm like dude people have died well i mean if you watched it if you watched that scene closely though i mean you'd imagine like a, a third of the room fills up with blood with all the with all the shit shooting out of that bed you yeah know they shot that they shot that in one of those rooms those like uh, gimbaled rooms that spin around. Oh yeah, sure. Well, they have. Well, uh, they just turned it upside down and just poured it through. Just dumping, yeah. or dumping blood out of it. You'd have to. And uh, I heard a story that as uh, as one of the the guys were dumping the blood out, the blood hit, splattered, and hit one of the lamps, and an electric shock went back up the blood Ooh. and zapped the zapped oh. the prop guy. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> You're messing with Freddie, man. And when when they were um, when they were when they were shooting that scene, they were dumping so much blood they didn't have that room balanced. There was no counterbalance. So as it filled up, the the room started uh, tipping. <laughs> so in one of the scenes, you can see the blood start going sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that, and I was mm -hmm. I thought that was actually a really cool a really cool effect. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of had like a shining. I thought it was like a, a you know a throwback to the shining. Yeah. But no, that was a that was yeah, that was a happy accident then. Because that was kind of cool. Yeah. I'd say one of my favorite scenes was at the end when all the kids were in the car getting ready to leave the convertible. You know, it comes up, it's got Freddie's sweater pattern. <laughs> on, the, on the hood of the convertible. What's going on? Mom doesn't notice anything. She's just standing She's just there like, waving. Yeah, just waving. Freddie comes out and grabs mom and pulls her through that window. That there was no way in hell her body was going to fit through that window. Well, five minutes before, then the mom, Freddie killed the mom and then pulled her back into the bed into hell or whatever. It was a dream. What, what part <laughs> right. was the dream? What part was the right? Dream? John Saxon was standing there like, "Sweet, no more alimony payments." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it was it was all a dream from what point I, the whole thing 
it was like it was uh nancy's fever dream from the very beginning so you know that scene you were talking about where the where the the uh canopy comes up yeah uh it came up and and slammed too fast Ooh. so if you pay attention to that scene it like slams yeah and it scared the shit out of all the kids so that was like an actual reaction like, <laughs> i like how when they come out and her mom says uh you know what i just don't feel like drinking anymore <laughs> you know and she's like they say that you don't that when you don't remember the night before that's when you hit rock bottom i can imagine like alcoholics across the world like just throwing their 90 day chip at the screen <laughs> like fuck you lady don't this shit <laughs> so the timeline after glenn dies is is so off so let's let's talk about this because it they they make a point of talking about the time you know call me at midnight so i can wake up and i'm gonna bring this guy out right so she mm -hmm. tells him yeah. and of course you know he can't he can't stay awake for fucking 18 minutes and uh so he dies at midnight right uh -huh. everybody his parents discover him call the police you know after you calm down you i mean you you see something like that you're gonna take a few minutes to calm down you call the she calls the police whoever calls the police everybody shows up like the whole town's there the chief of police shows up john saxon and nancy calls john saxon her dad and says i need you to bust down my door in exactly 20 minutes which will make it half past midnight. So from the time that Glenn died to the time that she called, all this shit happens mm. is a 10 minute span of time. So she's going to, in 20 minutes, she's going to fall asleep and bring Freddie back, right? Right. That's when she decides, hey, let me put all these booby traps up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which would have taken her conservatively it would have taken three people conservatively at least an hour to set all these up then she goes and tucks her mom in and then she takes some no dose or whatever that shit is drinks a cup of coffee and then goes to bed and i'm like wait a minute if you're trying to fall asleep yeah <laughs> why are you taking all this stuff yeah yeah it just the timeline doesn't make sense no that's the only that's the only beef I have with this movie. Believe it or not, that's the only beef that I have. It's like, man, you want to make it a little bit like I get it, all the dreamscape stuff, but if you're gonna talk about timelines, make it a little bit more realistic. Yeah. Here's a little tidbit, Joe. Yeah. Nancy's house has a blue door in the first movie. Yeah. Every movie after that, it's a red door. Yeah, all right. If you think I, about it, yeah. The, uh, all the movies, all I remember is the red door. Yeah. In fact, I think I kind of thought about that today. Like, I thought the door was red. No, oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. 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 And it was, uh, this was ranked number 11 of the 25 scariest films of all time by Entertainment Weekly. Really? Yeah. Of all time? I mean, really? I guess. Again, it was there was enough camp in this movie 
Yeah. And, you know, and Wes Craven just, he just, Wes, Wes Craven just had a sense of humor that, that came through that, you know, I just thought, I thought the movie was just delightfully entertaining on a bunch of different levels. You know mm. what I mean? Like it had, I do salute it for not having gratuitous nudity in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of those movies, that's basically what it was. It's like, yeah. oh, she's naked, she's gonna die. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, sure, you know, Tina had sex. You didn't see them have sex though, which again, very uncommon back then. Heard mm-hmm. enough, yeah. You know, most of the time it was, you know, you you watched the you sinners. Watched, the sinners. Yeah, you, you watched, yeah, they were sinners, exactly. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's, I mean, there was a lot of, Wes Craven, Wes Craven did a couple brave things in this movie to, to get it away from that late 70s, early 80s slasher genre yeah. film, but still stay within that, that, you know, that, that, that genre, that movie genre. Yeah. So Freddy good for him. No, hell no. Freddie kill everybody. <laughs> go ahead and go to sleep if you want to, but I'm gonna kill you. Let's uh let's rate this this movie here. What do you got there, Bob? Uh, it's giving it's getting five strips of bacon. Well, of course, this it was is, one of your top five. This is one of my top five. Yeah. Um, it broke me of my stigma of being a little scared bitch when I was younger, watching trying to watch scary movies. This is getting five strips of bacon. Good. Joe, I'll let you go. Come on, come on, keep it. No, I'm gonna make it easy. I'm I'm gonna make it really easy on you this week. I appreciate so, and I'm I'm gonna put a little backstory to it. Okay. So I always thought that this movie took place in the Midwest because in the subsequent movies, it is revealed that they're in like Springfield, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought this movie was in the Midwest, and I thought that it was a Hollywood gaff mm. to see palm trees in the background. So technically the book, but if you look at the license plates, the movie is shot in California or it's, 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 yeah. Cause that's where all the license plates are from. It's, the, the, it's the, the California license plates. So I'm going to give this movie five palm trees. Look at that. Thank you. That's easy. Five enough. palm trees. Good. At least they're not like five palm trees on fire. I figure I owe it to you after, after, uh, after last week's angry Keith David, David wearing <laughs> wearing what, what was it? Voodoo, voodoo, voodoo mask. The voodoo mask. Head wraps. Voodoo head, head, no, voodoo headdress. Headdress. Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was a tough one. What about you, Shannon? Um, I liked it. it. I mean, it's not something I went back and watched all the time. I think I've maybe my entire life seen it four times. So I'll give it three Lucky Charm four-leaf clovers. Ouch. I, 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 like I said, I liked it, but it wasn't, wasn't, that movie wasn't my favorite. Yeah, it wasn't in my top it five. It wasn't in his top five. No. All right. Yeah. All right. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. We'll bring you, we'll bring you around eventually. Yeah. Am I remembering this correctly? Did they... Wasn't there like a short-lived TV show? Yes, there was. There was a TV show, wasn't yes, there? Yes, there was. I believe there was. There yes, was there also was. a Friday the 13th bad. TV show. Yes, there was. 
But it didn't that, that didn't have really anything to do with the the lake, did it? Mm. I don't think it did. Friday the Thirteenth. I don't think it had anything to do with Camp Crystal Lake. I think I it was think just they like were the, they were collecting artifacts, like uh, possessed items. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So. <laughs> Off on another tangent, we are. Uh, as we always tend to do. Well, that's the end of our review on A Nightmare on Elm Street. If you would please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for notifications. Bing, bing. Bing, bing. What are you pointing at? It's down. They're, they're down. They're down. He's pointing up. He's down. That's it for this episode of the Gen Extra Podcast. Wait, 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 wait. Huh. What are we watching next week? Oh, oh, um, oh. How about we're not going to go into Christmas because we still got all of November to get through. Oh, how thank about, God. Huh? I was dreading Christmas. I'm dreading Christmas movies, but uh, go ahead. There's a couple. There's a couple already. How about Purple Rain? <gasps> I can dig it. I can dig it. She I can, can dig, dig it. it. You can dig it. Oh, yeah. I, I can tell you what I'm already going to rate it, but we'll wait. We'll wait for that. <laughs> oh. Ooh, James, I'm going to punish you on this one with the graphics. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what it's going to be yet. But, it's gonna, but I can imagine. You got it's going to be something good. <laughs> Thanks again for watching this episode of the Gen Extra Podcast. Check us out next time. Good night.